Hello and good morning. Welcome to Dro's Jet Met Talk. We are here this morning with you on this Monday after a pretty, pretty big defeat against the Detroit Lions this past Sunday. If you are following this podcast, you are in the right spot. Jets, Mets, 24-7. Right now, Mets are in the offseason, so we're going to get a little bit less of Mets talk going on in here. I meant to get some Jets episodes out, though, because I had a few up before. And whatever happened with some uploading nonsense, now I can't find these episodes. So we're going to start this all over again. And there's not any reason not to. So what's going on, everyone? I'm your host, Alessandro Ruiz, a.k.a. Dro. I'm a big, avid Jet Met fan. We are going to come to you right now and just talk Jet Met. Right now, Jets with the Lions. What in the hell happened? We were out there with Zach Wilson. Never should have been playing. We were out there with Zach Wilson throwing things left and right, rolling out to his left, rolling out to his right, playing Madden, essentially. I, he had some good numbers. We, we wanted to pull them up, but I kind of wanted to sit here and talk about what I saw from him because everyone's on this Zach Wilson, Mike White battle right now. And if you want me to call it clear cut and dry, I love Mike White, love watching him play, makes throws when someone's in his face, doesn't get too happy feet like he knows where he's going with the ball. I hate indecisive motherfuckers. That is one thing at the Jets QB position that has not been cemented is we just haven't had someone back there to just make decisions, just quick, clear cut. Like we, we've been kind of, we had that whole Adam Gase era, you know, Let's get Darnold Bell. Oh, man, there's going to be a head honcho monster there. Let's get Darnold Bell and, meanwhile, leave him with Robbie Anderson. And, oh, yeah, we'll go grab C.J. Mosley just for the hell of it. And they didn't know what they were doing. Now they're finally getting these pieces in. Have y'all seen Garrett Wilson? Holy crap, future Hall of Famer. I don't even care if that guy wins the Super Bowl or not. Future Hall of Famer. You've seen him rolling around like he's 20-plus years old. That dude just hit the league this year. Unbelievable. Um, But when you're going to the QB position, it doesn't matter who it is. They just need to make proper decisions that are off rip, off split. Like I don't, with Wilson, those throws we saw on Sunday, those were great. If you're playing Madden and you're playing a Detroit Lions secondary, that is no good. So no wonder they decided to bring him back and kind of test him out in the waters against this secondary because They wanted to give him another shot. I'm not one of these believers saying that they purposely shelled the doctor's notes and told them not to clear Mike White. That's some story for the books. I don't think that happened. I think he actually could have played and they didn't want to risk further injury for why not. I don't know because this was the most pivotal game of their season thus far. But listen to this right here. Quick tidbit. If we win out the rest of our games and the Patriots or the Chargers lose one of those, either or, and the the, the Pats can easily lose another one based on what the hell I saw last night. Are, are you kidding me? What was that? I No excuse in the book brings back that loss. That was horrendous. And I'm not even a Pats fan. I hate the Patriots. And that stung to watch that from afar. I'm like, man. So all of this balled up into one 
has told me that we need to win out. And I do not want to see Zach Wilson next week. Zach Wilson's numbers, if you see them, you're going to be like, Drew, what are you talking about? I'm going to be like, I know exactly what I'm talking about. He played the Detroit Lions secondary. It is still the Lions. The Lions are a great team this year, but it is still the Lions. You're still just battling against the mantra of the Lions, which is beatable. And we did not show that. And we are supposedly supposed to be trending up in our rebuilding team situation, both organizations. The Jets looked great outside of the QB spot. You see Goff in there, how much time Goff had to throw. There were solace clock management as well. We'll get there in a moment, but we can't have this inconsistency at quarterback. Meanwhile, have guys like Quinn and Williams and I uh, literally insert young guy in the blank here who we're going to maybe spoil on the defense, meaning not get his run. We have Sauce Garner now. We got Whitehead up there. We got Joyner up there. We have Mosley. We got Quinnen's brother. We have John Franklin Myers. We got the other Michael Carter. We have, there's too many pieces here to where we shouldn't be winning these games to where I can only really point it on the QB. And it just, it didn't, he looked prepared, sure, but it didn't, nothing about that game showed me this is still our guy and we lost we happen to have lost because of some solid clock management at the end there we have two timeouts what are we doing not using a single one of those when we're not even to the 50 yard line yet i just had to smack my cat a little bit trying to interrupt here so i long story short once we figure out who the hell is going to be consistently under center every week then I could have the right things to bitch about and moan about. But at the moment, when we just have a gun-slinging wannabe Rodgers rolling out in the left, flinging it out to Uzama, like, like these throws are not realistic throws. I'm sorry. They're great throws. They're what got him all energized in the pro day, you know, got Joe Douglas to snag him up in the draft. These throws, though, they're not serviceable. You're not going to be rolling out. I don't even know who we play next week. I think we play the Jags next week, the Red Hot Jags. He's not going to be rolling. This is not last year either with how he just was rolling around and he threw a little little dinky pass to Connor McDermott in the end zone for a little lineman touchdown. This is not some feel-good crap from last year. We can go into this game and get our ass beat if y'all watch them come back on the Cowboys. I don't care about a little dinky pass off of a foot ran in. They still lost. That's a good 40 points right there, too. When's the last time you thought Trevor Lawrence would throw three touchdowns, 300, whatever the hell he did, and have a comeback win against Dallas? And I don't know if they were home against them or not. And I don't want to check it and screw up the recording here. But if they were home team there, or, or not even, if, if the Cowboys were the home team and they came and stormed back, I am even more amazed by that. Wilson has not given me anything this year to where I'm like, man, he really went in there. Mike White, even though he has lost these games for the majority, outside of, I think one game, I think it was the, nope, that wasn't the Bills game. It was, because uh, that game, I'm pretty, or no, it was, it was the Bills game. I'm thinking, trying to think. Whichever game he ended up winning was a solid Mike White game, and it was in his hands. These games that need to be in Wilson's hands at the end of the game, I get a little freaked out. Like, if our defense could have really just stacked together and stopped that last drive with the Lions, like, 
you kidding me? We just let that tight end rumble on in? Like, so I'm not going to sit here and blame all of it on Wilson, but it is nice to have a QB that doesn't have happy feet and just, you know, it's going to be his job that incoming week. Like there's, there was no uncertainty until damn near a day or two before that Sunday where they could not clear Mike White. So that to me is little, little, you know, it's a little shaky situation in that QB room. And I'm going to continue to see it out the rest of this year. But what I'm hoping for next week, since Solid is not of a starter for Thursday, since Solid is not of a starter, can we please throw Mike White in there, please? And please fix your clock management while we do that, because I could argue at the same time that that throw Wilson did at the very end of the game this past week, that across the body to Elijah Moore type deal, damn near getting him to like a little bit past the 50-yard line. Mike White never would have been able to extend a play like that. So let's put that into perspective as well. But that is one erratic throw amongst a kind of a bunch of erratic long, deep throws that Wilson was doing all game. Where was the, you know, I I love and hate that he doesn't dunk it down. I hate that all of a sudden now it's not Conklin's show, it's Uzama. He just, he doesn't, he shares the ball in a bizarre manner. He actually was hitting Elijah Moore a few times too this game. I was like amazed. I'm like, oh shoot, these guys play on the same team? So overall here, pretty much what I'm trying to get in through is what our QB situation is going to look like the rest of the year. That's going to determine the make or break of us the rest of the season and into the offseason. I'd love to know that we have something brewing into the offseason. We already exceeded expectations. So if you're asking me if I'm upset that we don't have playoff destiny or whatever, we still do. We need to win out and hope the Pats or Chargers lose one, which I know they will. So we're in control of our destiny, essentially. I know those two squads are going to lose one game. I know it's a bold like statement. I know they're going to do it, though. They're, the Chargers are sus. I, Eckler may or may not play next week. The Patriots, we already talked about this, but they do more boneheaded things like they did last week. Shit, sky's the limit. So, man, just got to pray. Hope Mike White's going to be on out there, and we'll get that going, get that old... Uh, Jet mantra into the next 2023 year going. Um, but overall, man, we we have who we need. We have our head coach. We have our GM. As, as far as the coordinators are concerned, I could really give a crap if we have our guy there because I don't really know how that part works. Normally, if it's the coach and the GM, the rest can be figured out. But everything's checked off. We just need to see who starts on next week and... I'm praying it's not Zach Wilson, not calling this loss Zach Wilson's fault in closing, not saying that. There's been a lot about Zach today, but it's that loss was not his fault. But we can't play like that. You think you can do that, roll out garbage drama against somebody? Like, even the Patriots with Judon roaming around. We he, You saw how scared in the dark he looked? Like, he, that roam around crap is only going to occur every once in a while. So... Get that Madden crap out of here, man. We've all seen it before. Other than that, y'all, this was the first episode of Dro's Jet Met Talk. Hope y'all enjoyed. Um, any questions, any sort of funny voice memos, anything y'all want to say in through the podcast, email me at dromanbeats at gmail.com. That is my producer email, but I check that all the time. And if any of y'all have any questions, comments, 
even want to add into the podcast here, I'll throw some of your memos on there. Not a problem to me. I'll see y'all next week, next Monday for some more Jet Talk. Hopefully we will throw in some Mets alongside this week. I'm going to try and get a separate day for my Met Talk and uh, Jet Talk on that Monday. I want I, I like it within the same episode, but I want different days for the Mets and Jets, not the same day. You want to want to hear me bitch about the right organization, don't we? So, let's have a great rest of our Monday. Appreciate y'all joining me for this first episode. And uh, Dro out. Thank you.